Are we alive? Two weeks in a row? I know. This is a new record for us. I know. Since our last streak ended. The most consistent show on the network. For two weeks running now. Yes. <laughs> now we have to catch up to Rick because he's, oh, he's, he's been more consistent than us. No, we can't have that. We can't have that. By the way, Rick, um, I've been meaning to give you a bit of constructive criticism, and this isn't like bullshit or anything. You oh. need to stop interrupting your co-hosts and guests. Let them finish a thought. He can't do that. Why it's not? his show. Yeah, I know that. He can cut their mic. Oh, it's He right. can be like, I'm going to turn you off, Zubin. I'm just saying <laughs> it's, very, it's very distracting sometimes when Zubin wants to say, hey, I really like, and Rick goes like, oh, chocolate milk. Yes, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate milk's great. And I was like, <laughs> hey, no, Rick, let, Rube, let Zubin talk. Only thing I know about these people are the sounds of their voice uh-huh. and everything that they've told me about in the podcast. But <laughs> you can tell who's the alpha of the three. Rick is alpha AF. I, so I think anytime he talks, everybody else has to cower. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cody's like, pretty alpha. Yeah. Cody's Tail pretty... between their legs. Exactly. Now, one could say that maybe the Skinny with Mike and Adam do the same thing. No, we're both alpha AF. <laughs> like, we're constantly <laughs> fighting for dominance. Exactly. <laughs> on the show. That's what I've always felt. Um, but yeah, then it kind of just turns into a bad episode of The Dead Bedouins. Mm. You know, when you get talking over a lot. Yes. And yeah. So yeah, not not like I'm not like making fun of Rick's show or anything. I think Rick's show is great. This last last week's episode was very uh entertaining and, and, and informative. But I just this is something I've been noticing lately, like Rick really needs to let his co hosts finish their sentences <laughs> before he interrupts before he finishes it for them. That's all. I'm just saying his brain is going so fast. Yeah. Alpha AF, dude. Alpha AF. This is what sobriety does to you. It gets your like brain functioning again. Yeah. And now it's just going like pew 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 pew. Well, I guess that show is doomed. Doomed. Sobriety AF. So- hey, everybody, welcome <laughs> to uh, this week's episode of The Skinny with Mike and Adam, That's episode zero two three seven. I think. Very cool. I've lost track so many weeks. Yeah. Ago. Well, getting closer and closer to that episode two fifty, which I guess we should probably figure out what to do sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough we, weeks for us to come up with like a music video or something? We should. Now yeah. that we now that we successfully figured out how to make videos. We've uploaded upwards of three videos. We did it, guys. I know on the last episode we weren't really sure when Adversity AF was gonna come out. Yes. But then we But our lawyers contacted yes. us shortly after. Yes. And told us It needs to come out ju- June seventh. Correct. Yes. And so we were like, okay, fine, let's do a couple of little promo videos. Um, so we had those released, and and we thought that maybe that would get the hype train rolling, and boy, did it. Well, you know, <laughs> you have to actually subscribe to the page for your YouTube feed to let you know that it's available. Because, like, oh, yeah. to be fair, we did not let anybody know. I mean, this show does get a lot of traffic each week. So I want to remind you guys, again, that, that that documentary that we've been hyping you know, and, and and if you're not like a fan of us on Facebook, you wouldn't have known about it anyway. So you, if true. you go to the Skinny Official on YouTube, that's our YouTube page. Um, I believe it's the intro video, but but anyway, Adversity AF, the Come On Guys story, uh, is, is is there, and it should be like you know the third or fourth video in our timeline. So go go check that out. And we were you know Adam worked really really hard on it, and like I'm legit really proud of him because you know, he he <laughs> he learned how to do like some amateur video video editing in such a short amount of time and he's and he like painstakingly went in there and fixed all the errors constantly and like i could see that it was like frustrating him but like he kept at it and then mike would sit down and start editing like no don't do that you're gonna screw up everything if you do that (laughs) no okay okay it's okay everything's fine (laughs) oh my god this just turned into a golden girls episode what did you do 
All our footage is gone. Well, and remember, we had seven hours of Makilla penis talking. Footage. We had and we had to cut it down to like fifteen minutes. Yeah, because most of let's be honest, most of it was just drunken rambling. Uh, most mostly just racial epithets, right? Uh, right, and you know, terrible person. He, he, should he never... started naming all of his children, mm-hmm. and that like went on for an hour. Oh, and that then, was like, like one... halfway through the documentary, he started naming in alphabetical order all of his AC, uh, all of his STDs, and that literally took six and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> really, it felt like only two to me. Okay, <laughs> but it might have been six and a half. I really think I blacked out. But yeah, I just like cut giant segments out and trimmed it all down. Somehow turned it into like a, a story. And I, I was surprised I was able to do that because I yes. just had all this like this material and freaking flow. Rain, Rainbow Sprinkle. He kept on looking down at his nuts. Did you yes. notice that? We did notice that because was, we also put out a video before <laughs> the documentary yeah. came out explaining what that was. Right, because I wanted to make sure that anybody who's going to watch it, they're going to see Rainbow Sprinkle look down at his crotch like numerous times. I, mm-hmm. I had lost track of how many, and I edited out so many of to them. To the layman, it may look like he's looking down at a script of some sort, he's, but that's not true. It, it clearly says, if you're paying attention to the documentary, that he just had surgery done on his scrotal lymphedemia. Yes. So kind of like... You know, the, have you ever heard of the phantom limb right. f- a phenomenon? It's like that. Like, he's looking down because he misses his... How, how many pounds was that? 136. Right. Just <laughs> under the world record of the uh, of, of 136-pound scrotum. Right. So. I mean, he got it removed in 2014. So it's been like almost three years that mm-hmm. he's been without it, but he's still freaking checking for it. That's right. It's weird. And then and he walks in here wearing those shorts. I was just <laughs> like, he's proud, dude. Man, I mean, remember when we? He's when never. We, he's never. He's he's never gotten to wear shorts like that in his entire life. So he's just let him have that. I mean, when we first met him back in 2013. Yes. I mean, he was wearing a hoodie as pants. He was wearing a hoodie as pants. There was like a little hood down there. I mean, I thought like Trayvon Martin had walked in on his hands, <laughs> but I was wrong. Because it was just Rainbow Sprinkles nuts. Yes. So it made sense that he looked down. I mean, he told us this off camera. Yeah. So th- th- we didn't get to add it to the footage mm-hmm. that he was going to be um, looking at. You can only add so much to this document. This, this documentary is just, just chock full of useful information that you'll carry with you for the rest of your life. I mean, like, you know, uh, 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 there's that Al Gore documentary, An, An Inconvenient Truth. Right. There's, there's Fahrenheit 9 11. I was going to say. Now there's. Adversity AF. Amongst others. Uh, and the Black, rest. Blackfish. Blackfish. This is right Hot up there. Hot Girls Wanted. Hot Girls Wanted. I enjoy them all. <laughs> including This is right up there in the upper echelon of documentary. So I realized, I was just telling Mike, um, there's, there's some parts of the audio that are a little bit louder than other parts. I tried to fix that in the YouTube thing and didn't. Yeah, there's no option for do that. So. so all I can say, I mean, we we do make reference back to episode 100. I know yeah. that was 137 it's an episodes ago. Part in the history of not only this show but the history of Drive By Curious. Exactly. We had special guest Dave LeBlanc mm-hmm. have a well, and his friend the D fought Makilla in a rap battle. Yeah. So I was able to get some of the audio from that podcast. But I didn't. We had um, to go to the Library of Congress to get that too. It, it was easy. there. We had to drive all the way over there to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. They couldn't send it electronically. No, that technology doesn't <laughs> exist, unfortunately. So, unfortunately, like those clips from that episode are louder than the rest of the documentary. So, that's like one mistake out of a few other mistakes in the documentary. But hopefully. 
people won't pick up on the other <laughs> 75. <laughs> but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, Adam did a great job, and uh, and I, I really encourage you guys to go to the Skinny Official on uh, our YouTube page and go check out Adversity AF. It's 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 a it's a it's a, it's a great thing, and we want to do things like this in the future too. So yes. you know, if you guys like it. Please let us know if you guys dislike it. Also, please let us know. We want to know why. We want to get better. We want to we want to continue making content, not just podcasts every week. I don't know. And Mike and I, we've been talking about Colton for all these months. And now I feel people get to see Colton. I think. I mean, we gave the camera to Rainbow Sprinkle and Makilla, and they drove around Colton, kind of filming. Did and they we, ever give us that camera back? Uh, I forgot. Adam, damn it! You can't give expensive equipment to known know. felons. <laughs> We'll get it back eventually, but they did. Uh-huh. We did get some B-roll of Colton, like all the best stuff. So you know, again, I had to edit out so much like prostitution and and so much incriminating things. evidence that could yeah. be used in a court of law. But you know, luckily, I mostly I just take the stuff that was filmed during the daytime because mm-hmm. oh man, the stuff at night that <laughs> they filmed—it's mostly oh. just guttural noises and ghetto slang and just like I don't know, you get a flash of light here and there. And- there's just like semen everywhere. Oh, I know. But <laughs> let him keep the camera. I think on second thought. Exactly. <laughs> so check it out, please. Let us know what you think, even if you hate it. Um, yeah, I, 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 if I, I just know that Mike tells me we have like hundreds of listeners every week. We do. We have <laughs> listeners in the triple digits. Yes. Which is still like to this day amazing to me. But so I want to like. <laughs> I, you guys are listening to this, so I know you have the internet. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't think anyone's listening to this through, through singing Telegram. <laughs> I doubt it. But Mike liked Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. But if if all of those triple digits could just go and click on the documentary, I know it's a little long for our, your attention spans <laughs> these days. If you can listen to our show, this is like a, a, a third right, of that. Right, right. Then this is only like 18 minutes total. And just... Give me your honest feedback. Mm-hmm. Tell me, like, that was that was cool. That was terrible. That was funny. I'm really trying to make it funny. So that was, so, the, main, <laughs> that was the, main, the main thing. <laughs> yeah, so, Not yeah. that I'm trying too hard to make it funny. I just tried to make it funny. That's just, that's just Adam's editing style, baby. I know. That's just who Adam is. I know. I tried to tell a real story, and it just so happened that it, it got humorous. Yes. And I tried to edit out the humor to make it more serious. Because this is a serious documentary. Uh, We're going to turn this into the Oscars one day. I know. But <laughs> it just, I couldn't take out all of the funny stuff. So yeah. I left some of the funny stuff in. Let me know what you think. On a related note, please go to drivebycurious, D-R-I-V-E-B-Y, curious.bandcamp.com. Uh, and do do everything that we just said, groveling right now. Right. On that web page, on the website as well. And don't forget how much time I had to spend away from my family and in turn deal with that element of mm. life. Yes. <laughs> like my wife would walk in, you're still working on your film. <laughs> Filmmaking serious business. God, God, mom, get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, not only that, before we get into some new stuff we got planned to talk about today, I want to get, I want to go over some, some, some feedback-ish stuff. We got, we got a we got a small handful of things. We got we got a message from our listener Daniel, our favorite number one fan, aka DSD, aka number one fan. It's just the skinny with Mike and Adam and DSD at this That's point, right? It's <laughs> and Brandon, right. don't forget Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> a great, if not a little disappointing, depressing. Sorry, not disappointing. 
great, if not a little depressing episode. Well, shit. I would like to, well, you know, what did we talk about last well, week? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it had to be depressing because it's real. Yeah, dude. It'd be weird if it was funny. I used to have a favorite lead singer. He's, he, he's, he's, he's dead. He's no longer with us. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Adafan. You know, I was looking on Netflix and World's Greatest Dad popped up. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, yeah. Another one of my favorite people from my youth. Dead. <laughs> from hanging. I would like to... Inf- but, but this message has, 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 has glimmers of hope, Adam. Glimmers. I would like to inform Adam that I have listened to Bad Motor Finger. Fucking A-right. I'm so happy to see this. I saw this message already. Okay. Well, you know... And I was the, very the happy to hear it. Like to listen to this yes. And it is great. Yes. And about the new Paramore album, which we also reviewed last week. Yes. I really enjoyed it. I really disliked their self-titled, so I was happy that this was more focused and had all-around better songs. As for Linkin Park, which we also reviewed last week, yes, yeah, it's probably going to end up being my worst album of the year. (laughs) (laughs) There is not a single song I enjoyed. Everything about it was bland and uninteresting. Man. Like you, Mike, I don't care that they changed their sound. I just wish it was done better. You know, so I I did give it a worst album ever last week, but you know... Would I go I still, so far to say it's like in the worst albums of? I still year? enjoyed I a lot of the songs on it. I mean, not nearly close to all of them, but yeah, a lot I of them. I think I enjoyed it for what it is. Yeah, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, I also had. But reading Chester Bennington like and his reaction to the fans that don't like it—that was the real so story. So funny! <laughs> oh my god, I was. I think dying. that I think that just made that album like that much better to me. When I hear this, my first thought is, "I want to kill you." <laughs> <laughs> And I got I got I got another bit of fan feedback from one of our listeners. I'm okay. going to read this message right here. Uh, it's it's a question actually. How does Adam calculate his percentages for albums? So I answered the answered the question back. The yes. total number of tracks divided by the no, the number of tracks he likes. I'll make a video Reply about back. I'll make a video about how I do it and and I'll release that someday. Expert editor right <laughs> in here. front of I'll be in front of a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> Reply back. But percentages wouldn't carry the same weight. An album with 9 out of 10 would carry less weight than, than 14 out of 15. Does he just use rounding and grade longer albums more harshly? Reply back. Thank you. No. That's what I've been telling him since he started that flawed system. You know That's what? Why, hold on. Let me finish. Oh, okay. That's why an album like Sepaternal can fall all the way down to the 80s in his top 100. Frustrated face. <laughs> smiley face. Frustrated face. Reply back again from me. Not that my best album ever and worst album ever is any better. (laughs) Reply back. I'll refer him to my statistics department to amend this comparison fallacy. Oh, my God. (laughs) At least your system is based on qualitative variables and not qualitative turn quantitative variables. Jesus Christ, a math major. This is from my girlfriend, Erica. Thank you. That's what I thought it was going to be. But no, to answer Erica's question... Because I was just thinking about this while I was driving today. I because and, and I was processing like, oh yeah, I mean this album only had ten tracks, but is it is it is it worse than an album with eleven tracks? You know, if it's you know nine out of ten compared to ten out of eleven, and then my brain said yes, because it's one better. It's one better. It had ten good tracks mm. against a nine. One better. Mm. That's all that matters. Percentages is the only way. To, I we we've had this talk dozens of times at the show uh, on air, so like I've just like kind of accepted it, <laughs> and 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 I know perfectly well that my 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 rating system is per, is is 
is intentionally flawed. <laughs> you mean best album ever? Best album wor- ever worst and album? worst album ever. That is intentionally I mean, when flawed. It's, when it's your entire 100, it's a whole different story. Yes. And that's <clears> when I graded everything and I rated everything against one another. And you know, I, and then I ranked it the way I did. Go back. I, I think what it goes, goes down, goes down to, those. what it comes down to is that I'm uncomfortable with my feelings. Mm. And if I have to delve too deep into my feelings about an album, yeah. then I just get too confused, scared, and sad. So you let the numbers decide for And you. I cry in the corner. Mm. So I decided, what's a logical way that I can express my feelings <laughs> about this album? Math. Numbers. Math. Yeah. My not favorite subject. There you go. But I know how to do fractions. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Baby. And I'm a, I'll, I'll put on record that Down on the Upside, 14 out of 15 album, uh-huh. is better than Sempaternal, 10 out of 11. <laughs> Because, god damn it, it's a better album. Mm. Also because it has more good songs on it than Sempaternal <laughs> does because they tried harder. Because back mm. in the 90s, we tried, tried we tried harder. Not like these pussy metalcore bands nowadays. <laughs> we tried harder as a nation. <laughs> tried harder as a species. Like, come on, you're only going to put 11 tracks on this album? What the fuck is wrong with you and your stupid band? 15 tracks or bust. <laughs> and he's dead now, so obviously is even better than Sempaternal. We also got an email. An email. We got an email. If you want to, to our... email us, you can email us at the skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. Gmail. This email comes to us from <laughs> BPM Warped at BigPictureMediaOnline.com. Yes. We got word back. This message was sent to us on Friday, June 9th at 12 7 p.m. Is it a sad face? Mike, thank you for your interest in covering the 2017 Vans Warped Tour. We appreciate your support for this year's tour and the amazing artists who will be performing. As you might imagine, we received a large number of press applications for this year. We regret to inform you that after careful review, we cannot meet your request for a press pass on August 5th, San Diego, California. Tickets for Warped Tour are still available, (laughs) and we still hope to see you give us money instead. Sincerely, Vans Warped Tour Press. Well, it's better than that letter from Epitaph. Yeah, no, it was literally, <laughs> we cannot process your <laughs> your request at the time. Well, so no press about, for us. How about for year. Pomona? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's the very next day. <laughs> On oh. August 7th. Oh, no, because the, the, the press application date is already expired. Well, shit. Well. So much for our last night. Would you still like to go to Warped? Or do you need Not to really. Not really. Because okay. <laughs> I'm still, like still going to go to Warped because Erica wants to go to the Warped, too. And, oh. I, and, and there's a lot of great bands this, this year, too. There are a lot of great bands. Yeah. But if you're I'll done, consider it. Okay, we can it's if we go August fifth. I guess this is kind of a plug for Warped as well. If you go to any Journey store, like at a mall, that's right. You can get a ticket for a flat for forty dollars, but then you got to pay for parking, right? And you don't have to, and you don't get to hang out in an air conditioned airplane hangar. Exactly. <laughs> well, shit. Well, that just changed our summer plans. But anyway, <laughs> and now I lost a point. Oh my on god! On my list as did. well. But I also put on there that we would not go to any more shows after the Bring Me the Horizon show. So if we go to this, then I lose two points. Oh, that's true, huh? <laughs> okay. You that means what? you I've can't been, go either. I've you know this is part of I've been to actually like, type out, listen, listen to that episode, <laughs> type out all of the bets so that we can like have it here so we can keep track of them. Okay. Mine are in the folder. Oh, you already... The Mitt Romney folder. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll do it for my bets as well. Okay. So anyway, well, let's boo. get on to, uh, the, to, to the other bulk of the show. Uh, we, got, we got some... I like to always start our episodes with some album announcements, but this is the very first time we've had an album 
unannouncement. <laughs> Delay question mark? We don't know what's going on because <laughs> we're recording this on uh, June 9th, which is a Friday. And, you know, albums come out on Fridays. And one of the most anticipated albums that we're looking forward to uh, today was uh, Being as an Ocean. Waiting, wait, waiting for something. <laughs> I guess we're waiting for this album now. Uh, they, this album. They, they, they tweeted uh, three days ago. Please direct all tweets about release date to equal to at equal vision. They have the finished album. Bring It As An Ocean's album did not come out today. No. And it's not listed on any release calendar for all the major outlets. Hmm. What is going on? They're trying to build hype and they're just going to release it next Friday? Well, all of the social media pages for uh, for Being As An Ocean that reference the release date have been taken down. So, there's, so on the Facebook page, <laughs> the last thing that uh-huh. you see is back in December when they're like, hey, this summer, our new album's coming out. Like, <laughs> I have a new album coming out. What the f- Maybe in late spring. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe what? they're... I, I'm thinking that they're going to release it at 11.59 tonight. Waiting to like, for morning. Gotcha. Oh, look. Pin tweet. Uh-oh. Here it is. It's a picture of an iTunes thing. Ooh. That has waiting for more to come, their new album, and all of the tracks on their so iTunes playlist. Well, there you go. So does that mean it's not it's out? <laughs> is it out yet? <laughs> I want it to be out. What do all the comments say? Are they asking the same question? I don't know. You're not. I'm on your computer, and I can't. <laughs> log, you don't have a Twitter. Crap. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> but that By the way, we'll bring you that highly anticipated <laughs> being as an ocean review. Woohoo! In weeks to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll move on from that for now. But uh, I I got really excited about this news. Manchester Orchestra, which is a band that I brought up once <laughs> during our <laughs> yes uh, top one hundred albums of all time. Uh, they're going to be releasing a brand new album, which is strange because I had heard before that their last album, Cope, which was reimagined to Hope later that year. Double album, baby. Right. And then uh, well, that, that was going to be their last album. Ever. Because Andy Hull is now an Oscar award-winning music composer for movies. Just like Brett McKenzie. And Trent Reznor. That's right. Whoa. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Manchester Orchestra, his band, his band from, oh my gosh, like 15 years now. Uh, they're going to be releasing a new album this July, July 28th, A Black Mile to the Surface. Uh, this is their first album since 2014. Like I said, they released a double album, and then they released a new single called The Gold, which you can listen on their, on everywhere, probably. <laughs> um, on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this Manchester Orchestra is a great band, and you guys should listen to them. I've been waiting. This guy. I've been waiting for their album. To I gave be... you a list of all my albums that I ranked them up top one hundred, and you putting... were supposed to highlight the ones you wanted. I've been and putting give them together to a video. I had seventeen hours now of footage. Now it's a video now. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I'm putting together that thing over the last weeks or so. Okay. So I didn't get a chance to go over your top one hundred albums. Okay. Yet, that but that should have been implied that, that I wanted to hear them. Right. What? You, want, you just want everything on my top 100? Well, that one I've already asked you about. Oh, I know. Because you keep talking about them yeah, I for know. the past four years or so. Adam, when was the last time I talked about Manchester? Oh. <laughs> Not that long ago. <laughs> uh, here we go. Speaking of double albums, Adam's oh. really banking on this one. Oh. Ten points at the end of the year of this actually happened. Oh, that's right. But, we get, but with this tweet, <laughs> if this tweet is to be believed, he's halfway there. Okay. 
at the Brian Fallon. Yes. Just tweeted uh, six days ago on June 6th. Who dat going to New Orleans to make a record? Ooh. Who dat boy? So that means he's going there to make it or he's already making it. Either way, I I just want it now. (laughs) Well, he is liking he he is liking um, the the replies that uh, are mentioning. Oh, new Fallon tunes. For all things holy, let it be you. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because he's being vague and he's like, who's going to know? Oh, answer? gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Please, your last solo record was so amazing. That it was. You, I hope. My number 12 album of all time. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so my current favorite lead singer, who still happens <laughs> to be alive, alive. is uh, Brian Fallon. You know, it's weird if like I had I'd never discovered Brian Fallon, my top 100 list would have been extremely different. Yeah, it would be, yeah. <laughs> would you, do you think you would have just like shifted, like if you took all that out, just shifted everything up, what, six spots? Probably. Yeah. Just kind of just let them, like, kind of like Tetris. Yeah. You just kind of like, those lines disappear and like everything else falls down. I would have been trying to figure out which was better, 10 or Bad Motorfinger, probably. There we go. <laughs> Uh, probably Devil and God would be up there. But anyway, I'm excited. Hopefully this is album number one. The second one will be out before the end of the year. I think it's pretty think it's pretty uh what what do you think the odds are of a gaslight anthem record? Poor. Poor? I still th- which is kinda crazy. Because I would have thought that he would have The last Gaslight Anthem album we had was two thousand thirteen. I would have like seriously <laughs> thought that this would be a no, gaslight album. I'm sorry, 14. Yeah. yeah. Like, like after he did his solo tour and everything, then it'd be like, okay, let's go make a gaslight album. But if the other guys are busy with their Radio Shack shifts and <clears throat> that's okay. They're hours at CVS right now, dude. <laughs> they might be. They might be. So I, I'd like to hear me some, some Benny Horowitz on drums mm. and the bass player's name. And the rest. I can't remember the bass player's name, but I used to know it. It's yeah. something Jewish. <laughs> And the Jew, <laughs> and the Jew, but no, this is this is big news. It is. It's it's really exciting news. We're both big fans, you know, Adam, Adam especially when <laughs> his last favorite living singer. Because <laughs> what was scary? Because <laughs> Brian Fallon stopped, like his tour ended yeah. in December, and we've heard nothing since then. Because he was he was writing a record, baby. That's I'm glad because yeah. you know then Chris Cornell dies, and you're like, well, my other favorite singer. It's kind of well, you know, you know, Eddie Vedder is still making the rounds, so he's oh, still true. doing yeah. okay. But you know, my favorite singer currently has just disappeared off of the <laughs> freaking map. Um, I know he might have a history of addiction problems in his past. I have no idea, really. But I don't know where you got that from, Adam. <laughs> I, I loved Painkillers, by the way. <laughs> in an unrelated note. <laughs> um, don't kill yourself, please. But new album by the end of the year. Mm, I mean, bets aside. Oh, I can't wait for that. Do can't it. wait for a new Brian Fallon record. Do it. You know the dude has like 700 songs. Oh yeah. Sitting there in his archives. He has enough to write two or more albums in I a know. year. But you've got to like imagine probably 650 of them are shitty songs. Yeah. And then he probably. whittles down those last 50 to like 12 awesome ones which Yeah, absolutepunk.net was right that 650 of them are just different variations of break your heart. <laughs> <laughs> right. You <laughs> would break it would break your heart if it did then. <laughs> the, the, the New Orleans honky talk version of Break Your Heart. Right. It would break your heart if you knew me well. So that's exciting news. Mm. And hopefully all these songs don't sound like Mojo Hand. 
Oh, yeah. Adam <laughs> deflated my hype when we talked about this earlier this week. He's like, well, he's talking about New Orleans, and mm-hmm. maybe that's the style he's going for at Mike's least favorite song. Yes. Nay, it almost brings the whole thing crashing down. Nope. Can't do it. We are of differing opinions, and that's Brian, okay, but fuck you. Can't, you. <laughs> you can't crash that entire album <laughs> on one song. This is why you don't base your numbers on feel. Number one song from last year was Wonderful Life. Next story. Exactly. <laughs> but the album was shitty <laughs> because of that one oh, song. Oh, one song, dude. <laughs> Ugh, worst song. So, anyway. uh, what do you call it? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, so the, 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 the highly anticipated follow-up to, I think, my number one or two worst album of 2015, Punk Goes Pop 6. That's right. Punk, Pop Se- Punk Goes Pop 7. It's kind of a just a, been announced. It's kind of a cheat to do both of those albums as your number one and you mean two worst. Punk goes nineties and <laughs> punk goes pop six. No, it wasn't a cheat. Adam, you look at me right now. You look at me. Yes. You did not have to listen to those albums. I fucking did. It's not a fucking cheat that I put both of them on there and they were both number two <laughs> and number one. But this you didn't listen to them. This should tell you. You, you should, didn't listen to them. You don't trust any punk goes anything anymore. Number four was legit awesome. Okay. Which one was that? Um, uh, Sleeping With Sirens did a pretty dope cover of CeeLo's Fuck You. Well, shit. That was a great song, baby. Well, who's coming up this year on Punk All right, baby. Pop Here 7? we go. Adam, try to contain your excitement. What I if, know that you're what if, super stoked about this. What if Pop ever went punk? Whoa. Wouldn't that be crazy? Adele? Covering Bring Me the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon? <laughs> that would be yes, so, please. That would be awesome. Kesha covering We Came as Romans? Attila? <laughs> or that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both of similar lifestyles. <laughs> we Came as Romans. <laughs> Justin Bieber like? covering Now I'm trying to I'm trying to Motionless and White. Okay, we have to we have to workshop <laughs> this. Hold on. We need to workshop Kesha covering we came as Romans because I'm fascinated by this. Yes, it would have to be the our favorite song from Tracing Back Roots. Which Let's one see. was that? Um, track five. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So help me, class. <laughs> Don't let go. I am the and one never true that hope. Me go. I am the one true hope. So give me your answer. <laughs> we can do this. Oh God, dude, we got to write this down. It's right here. It's oh, it's recorded. Somebody's, we gotta do this. We gotta get our camera back from Akilla. We gotta make a Kesha go. Are you in? Are you out? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, well, you can. Oh my god! I'm fucking fascinated by this. Maybe DBC can give us a beat, and we can just go and make a Kesha. Mm. Kesha oh, it's gonna be hard to make. Punk. It's gonna be hard to like recreate like that because I have to recreate that whole song structure. We're going to make this happen, dude. We're going to make this fucking happen. But first, Punk first, Pop 7. The Amity Affliction are on it. That's all I saw. Adam, are you excited for State Champs covering Stitches by Sean Mendez? I've never heard of Sean Mendez, but sure. My daughter loves that song. That song's oh. like, I've I, I been needing kisses. Wait, I'm without your kisses. Oh. I've been needing stitch. That's the only the, reason why I know that song. The one that your daughter was singing in our car like loudly. Very when we were driving back over from somewhere and over again, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was like bitches get stitches, <laughs> snitches get stitches. Those dance, Gavin, dance. 
covering That's What I Like, which they released uh, as, a, as a promotional single uh, by Bruno Mars. Don't know the song. New Year's Day. Who, yes. Now that we're not going to be press, I guess Adam's not going to be married to I'll never be still. married to her again. You know she's not with uh, Craig Mabin anymore? Good. He made a terrible album. <laughs> I would leave him too. <laughs> anyway, uh, now she's covering... single and I don't get to meet her oh, thanks no. to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> no, thanks to all the people who applied, all the people with better credentials than us. Who That's right. The San Diego Warped Tour. Damn she's going to become, they're going to become, I said she, it's my fleet. It's basically you. Yeah, she's the only <laughs> one in the band. Covering Gangster by Kehlani. Never heard of the Amity that. Affliction covering "Can't Feel My Face" by the <laughs> Weekend. Has that been released yet? I don't know. Okay. They they promoted it on their Instagram, which I do. Oh, Ice Cream Man's here. Uh, Andy Black covering "When We Were Young" by Adele. 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 Ah, uh, which one is that? I don't know if that was a single, but because all I'm thinking of is Gaslight Anthem. Hmm. And we did it when we were young. And and the killers, when we were young. What the fuck is the Adele song? I know I've heard it. I've listened uh, to all three of her albums. Twenty five again. Oh, it's on twenty five. Uh, anyway, who's next? Grayscale, "Love Yourself" by Justin Bieber. I don't know. Grayscale. That title means masturbate. Capsize, <laughs> "Fake Love" by Drake. Fake happy. Fake happy. By Everyone's Paramore? being fake happy now. Boston Maynard. With Heathens <laughs> by Boston 21 Manor. Pilots. Suicide Squad, baby. That's, that's a Suicide Squad song. That's tough because like 21 Pilots is kind of could be considered punk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> punk goes punk. <laughs> Eat Your Heart Out with Shape of You by Ed Sheridan. The Plot in You, Let It Go by James Bay. Ice Nine Kills. Is that like kills. Let It Go like... From Frozen? That's what I thought at first. <laughs> I'd take a plot in you singing That would Princess be interesting. <laughs> that would be terrible, but that would be interesting for oh, about dude, five I, seconds. I would, I would instantly make that my best album of the year if the plot in you sang Disney's Frozen. Nope. Ice Nine Kills, I Don't Want to Live Forever by Taylor Swift. Seaway, we're closer by the Chainsmokers and Halfway. So are you going to listen to this shit? the truth in the name of love by Morning Axe and Bamber Are you going to listen to this shit? Fuck yeah, I'm going to listen to this Why? shit. Why? You just like I'm give them sucker. more more reasons to keep making these. I know. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. Okay. All right, well, we got one more album announcement. This Go a nice indie band. I guess, kind of, well, not so much of a surprise because we know, we've known for weeks now that He's been recording new songs, and he keeps talking about a new EP. Is this our favorite bearded triangle player? Our favorite bearded triangle player. Corey is... Wells! <laughs> Corey Wells from the band Corey Wells. Yes. He's going to be uh, releasing an EP coming very soon. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There it is. June 16th. Coming on June 16th. Yes. How to Tear Apart the Ones You Love. Oh, so, my God. That's so fucking there's sad. There's three songs on it, two of which... He's already released one of which Live, has right? been, well, they, they were on his EPs, Avoid the Blame and, was it Weakness? Fear! No, fear. I think Fear's the new song. Fear's the new one, yeah. and then the third one is... Weakness. Yeah. So, yeah, Fear is the new song. And that song, apparently, got him a lot of radio play mm-hmm. on the local K-Rock station for locals only spotlight something or That around. is Dope AF. Dope AF. Good for you. Go he doesn't well. play Triangle, Max Power. He plays the guitar, okay? <laughs> we don't interview triangle players. 
anymore. Anymore. We only re- we only interviewed like five of them. We're in the big leagues. <laughs> I don't see the dead Bedouins, you know, interviewing any other bearded barista, full time coffee shop. They interview heterosexual men who ride Harleys. That's right. And drink Old Crow. Old Crow. <laughs> Uncle Bear. He's covered in tranny fluid. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the dead Bedouins, please. They're, they're much better than us. They always have been. I have been splashed <laughs> with motorath fluid. <laughs> They've always been better than us. Oh. But anyway, Corey Wells, our favorite uh, Battle of the Bands winner from Taste of the Chaos 2016. We interviewed him last two, two years ago. Apparently our final interview oh. <laughs> was with Corey Wells. <laughs> oh. We have like credentials at this point. Yes, we've been Warp Tour, Taste of Chaos, and then Warp Tour turns turns us down. And half of us are filmmakers. And half of us are filmmakers now. Yeah. But anyway, Corey Wells' new song. Have you heard it? I did. How is it? It's really, really good. Okay, but I haven't really, not heard really it. Corey Wells. Well, he's only had like five songs. It's still really, really Corey Wells. I guess this would be his sixth. Yeah. So, <laughs> woo, new songs. So I'm ready. I'm ready for that full album. Any day now. Yes. And when I put on his one of his comments that... Because he mentioned something about Moose Blood. Oh. And I was like, this this song's still not as good as The Distance by Corey Wells. And he wrote back, I haven't played that song in months. <laughs> Little <laughs> like, months! He's like, it's still good, though. And he's like, I'd play it for you if you ever came to a show. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, like... <laughs> I like this. I should go to a Corey Wells show. You, got, you have balls, Corey Wells. <laughs> and I'll be you there. Have balls. As soon as I don't have a four-year-old, I'll yeah. be there. <laughs> you plays, don't know what it's like, Adam. He played in Murrieta and we didn't go. Yeah, because it was a fucking Tuesday at like No, three. it was a Saturday. Oh, my God. And we didn't go because you were too busy, you know, getting red hair out of your teeth like me. Mm, That's what we do now. Adam. That's right. Give me some. Give me some. Yeah, too sweet. <laughs> Whatever the hell that was. I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's what Mike and I do now. For the listeners. Red hair is everywhere. <laughs> For the listeners, I pinched my thumb, my middle, and ring fingers together and made kind of like a devil horn face. More like a, like a cow? There you horns? go. I made a cow face. And, and we I kissed each other. <laughs> to kiss me with his, his cow hand as well. It had nothing to do with, with, with eating red hair out of vaginas, but yep, there you, go. you know, it's, it's all good. Whoop! Anyway, uh, so we're going to follow up on last week's really depressing episode, and we're going to talk about a little bit more depressing stuff. Because bringing it down. We're going to bring it down a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about the toxicology report. That, well, actually, that was pretty fast. That, 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 cause I know. Actually, doesn't it come in like weeks later? Well, it had been weeks. It oh, had been two yeah, and a half weeks. weeks. Okay. So I was expecting a couple more weeks, but man, yeah. the toxicology report shows up. And guess what happened? Michigan's Wayne County Medical Examiner released the autopsy and toxicology report in the death of Chris Cornell last Friday. With the coroner, with the coroner confirming that the manner of death was suicide. Damn. And that drugs did not contribute to the cause of death. Right. Because the drugs that were found in his system are probably all the same things that you and I have in our system right now. Like Ativan. And caffeine. And caffeine. And a... Black tar heroin. Decongestant. There was no black tar heroin found. <laughs> it is Respect my, the dead. <laughs> it is my opinion uh, that death was caused by hanging. Hmm. See a man hanging <laughs> from the roof there. Natural causes, Jim. Opening shut case. Hey, if I was going to hang myself, I'd shoot up while I was hanging. Wouldn't that be the best? 
Then you oh, just, yeah, make... then you just fall asleep while you die. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Right. I don't know. It's the best way to die. <laughs> Wayne County assistant. I'm joking because I'm hurting. <laughs> you what? I'm joking because I'm hurting Adam on the inside. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna turn the knife a little bit more. Keep talking about this. <laughs> Based on the circumstances surrounding this death and the autopsy findings, the manner of death is suicide. I said that already. Uh, the medical examiner then reiterated the circumstances of Cornell's death as found in the police report, which stated that Cornell was found partially suspended by a resistance exercise band in mm. his hotel room. The injuries sustained were all consistent with hanging, partially suspended by the... Okay, so fucking legal speak. <laughs> Additionally, seven different drugs were found in Cornell's post-mortem toxicology report, including a significant dose of the anxiety medicine Ativan. Yes, but not a lethal dose. What is a lethal dose of Ativan? More milligrams than that. However... It is the medical examiner's opinion that these drugs did not contribute to the cause of death. That's what I said. But if it contributes to a different state of mind that might want to make you kill yourself... Ativan not doesn't pay? make you want to kill yourself. I told you this last week on the podcast. I looked it up, though. There, one, of the, one of the side effects of Ativan is suicidal thoughts. Where did you look this up? Internets. On WebMD? Not WebMD. Because if you do, then you have cancer... And you're wrong. I know. I am already dead, <laughs> according to WebMD. You need a new brain, a new spleen, all okay. the above. Well, I, based on my expert knowledge of Ativan. <laughs> <laughs> Which is none. Which is none. <laughs> Except for typing it into Google, and yes. there it came. Well, I mean, it's, it's not like I did, like, 30 seconds of research. Well, open a shut case, Johnson. No, I looked that up for a little while. I had some time, uh, like, this past week, especially after I listened to the show, and I was like, I want to see what, you know, what other if there's any other studies or anything done on Ativan. And I saw a consistent trend of some of the side effects, especially when you abuse it, that say suicidal thoughts is a side right. effect. But he wasn't abusing it. He just mm. had a higher than average dose. I don't think he would. Because I read, I clicked on one of those links in there that took me somewhere to say a, a, a dose that would cause that kind of thing to go on in your head was like, you know, 300 milligrams or 350 milligrams. And he was found with like, Three, one hundred and fifty, or something like that. It was a very significant difference. So, anyway, he also had caffeine, well, which can you, can that you makes you me, want to kill yourself. Can you, can you help me read these things? Because the drugs found in Cornell's system were oh crap, I couldn't read most of them either. Okay, I just thought you were around him. <laughs> uh, he had some no dose. He had pseudoepinephrine, which you know you take when you have allergy problems, and nor pseudoepinephrine, caffeine, and Naloxone? Naloxone? Naloxone. That one I don't know about. The caffeine came from no-dose uh, tablets the singer four, ingested. Four doses of lorazepam. Mm. There you go. That's not that high because plenty of people will take like six or eight Ativans and still be perfectly fine. Yeah, but then so. taking it with the one, two, three, four, five, six things that were found in the system... I don't know what the other things do. Mm. Does it say? No. They just kind of just talk about the caffeine pills. Uh, other prescription drugs included the sedative, butalbital, Narcan. Narcan? Narcan? <laughs> Butalbital and Narcan, of course. What is that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, those aren't psychiatric medications, so I have no idea. <laughs> so, and four doses of Lorazepam. Yes. Which is known as the anxiety uh, adipan. Which is, you know, uh, it's it's way too many Ativan, for sure. Like, usually you can take one and you're, like, pretty chill if you're, you know, 
not angry because mm. your voice just ended your career. <laughs> so but, the so this article goes on to talk about the different dosages that were found in his body. But following the release of the autopsy and toxicology report, Cornell's widow Vicky released a statement to Rolling Stone. Well, poor Vicky, I mean, she, I'm sure she's just getting bombarded constantly with the old doctor. Uh, many of us who know Chris well notice that he wasn't himself during his final hours and that something was off. We have learned from this report that several substances were found in the system. After so many years of sobriety, this moment of terrible judgment seems to have completely impaired and altered his state of mind. Something clearly went terribly wrong, and my children and I are heartbroken and are devastated that this moment can never be taken back. We very much appreciate all of the love we have received during this extremely difficult time and are dedicated to helping others in preventing this type of tragedy. There um, you go. I think the suicide hotline uh, information is not on here. so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's out there. It's out there, yes. <laughs> Just if call 911 if, if you, you need to. help. Please call a professional. Please call the police and get the help that you need. There you go. Don't let this thing happen to you. It's just very difficult to Especially say. Especially if you're Brian Fallon. None of those other medications, you know, make you want to kill yourself or can or own. can kill you. Well, on their own. I don't know. You know especially because we don't know what some of this stuff is. On their own, I'm sure maybe they couldn't. But together, I'm sure that's... You shouldn't be mixing shit. You shouldn't be mixing anything together, dude. If anything... It would kill you by like making your heart stop or giving you a heart attack when giving you're 52 you years old. Giving you an altered state of mind that makes you want to kill yourself? No. Ativan doesn't, doesn't do that. And neither uh, mixing Ativan again, and caffeine, that's not going to make you want to kill yourself. Ativan on its own doesn't make you kill that's yourself. What I mean. That's what I mean. That's Ativan what I'm saying. on its own maybe doesn't, but maybe that's cut me that, but I'll, I'll also contradicts the, the expert testimony that I read <laughs> online about suicidal thoughts, but mixing that all together with all those things, that's, that can't be good for you, dude. Doesn't make you want to kill yourself. Mm. I think he had other reasons he wanted to kill himself, and you it say was we dig him back up. Really sad. Have a second opinion, and I, uh, maybe I'll just agree with Rick that he he thought that since his wife thought he had relapsed, then that clicked in his head. And he's no like, well, I'm not going to be able to get around this, am I? So I might as well off myself, which doesn't make any sense either. So fuck it. <laughs> Open and shut case. <laughs> Yeah, Nobody Re- cares. regardless of what it is, it doesn't make any sense because, you know, a man's a talented man, a man who's a man whose life impacted many people, you know, half of our show, especially. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, he took his own life and it fucking sucks and we'll never and now find we'll out why. Sit around and wait for my next hero to kill himself. Brian. <laughs> listening, Brian. Or it'll be one of my favorite baseball players or something like that. Chapman. <laughs> Chapman. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'll destroy you more than me. Chapman, no! <laughs> well, what Chap- are the Yankees going to do without Chapman? He's already like fired his gun in front of his wife and kids. It, that was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, and did you hear yesterday uh, the Cubs shortstop? Um, somebody posted on Twitter that he hit his wife. Oh, so he well, had, he is a professional sports so player. He, he, he sat out a game. Oh, that'll show him. There was like, you know, no proof of it. It was just like <laughs> a friend of his wife's posted on Twitter mm. like oh by the way Addison Russell hit his wife in front of his kids and okay, bye. he's been cheating on her for years and hashtag all this go stuff. Cubs <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> World Series Champions <laughs> and it's just like I don't know what to believe now but the Cubs have lost three in a row so it doesn't even matter don't hit your wife don't, don't hit, hit wife. anyone don't shoot a gun don't kill yourself don't kill yourself 
list Brian watch. Fallon, if you're listening, write two albums this year. <laughs> Please do. Because we want it. And watch Adversity AF on, on YouTube. Yeah, there we go. See, these are the things you got to take away by listening to The Skinny with Mike and Adam. And really all you have to do is type Adversity AF into the search I engine. I don't think anything problem. else in YouTube is titled Adversity AF, so it should be pretty easy to it's find. It's right there. Yeah. All... 15 views of it. <laughs> mm, can you guys please add to that view? That worked really hard. And I'm not just saying this like as a groveling way. Like we really want people to listen to it because we think it's really funny. It made Mike laugh. It made my wife laugh. I know. She She's, didn't laugh at all. She didn't laugh for the entire time until the end, but still. <laughs> well, she's seen a lot of it already. She's, she sat right. here with us and saw it. She sat there having to turn it up and down. Yeah. Rolling her eyes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm still grieving over my Chris Cornell loss. Yeah. But I'm gonna It'll just take a while, dude. I'm, I'm gonna trust what Rick says. Where he felt like he he felt like he had a relapse, mm. and then instead of like you know pick himself up and be like, oh, it's okay, I'll, I'll be fine. He was I've, just like, I've gone through nope, this before. I'm, I'm I can done. do it again. No, nope, not at 52. No, that's your life's over by then. Not with your legions of fans, your millions of dollars, your pseudo youth. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even make it to 54, which is twice 27. I know. Anyway, and every lead player <laughs> dies at 27. Uh, they all did. Brian. <laughs> He's 36. I know. <laughs> 37 now. Shit. <laughs> so anyway, do we have any other bad news to discuss? We don't have any more bad news. This was a lot of bad news today. You realize that? We're not going to Warped Tour. Punk goes Pop 7. <laughs> Punk goes Pop 7. Being as an Ocean's album didn't come out. I know. So and weird. Chris Cornell's toxicology reports were made it more confusing than ever. It's, I, if anything, I'm more confused about it. But I, I, I... Again, I'm not an expert or anything, but like... All that stuff in your system has got to do something to you, dude. If anything, it makes you not think clearly. It might. Yeah. But if you talk to me, I can save you. Adam, what do you know? I know that Sir Julian Darby <laughs> saves lives. See, that's, that's the problem. Soundgarden never went on tour with innocence and inspiration. They really should have. Mm. It would have made more sense. That would have been the winter tour. It's going to make it that long. That's true. Sorry. Well, all I know is that... He's in the video. <laughs> yes. So many. So, I mean, we managed to get in contact with, with great musicians. I don't know how we found him. That was so weird. It was so random. Like we were just like, we were happened. We happened to be walking out in the desert Yeah. and like this canopy was out there mm-hmm. and, and, and there he was. Oh, I mean, man. it was just like, you got to see it. I can't describe it over just words. <laughs> it's a visually stunning moment. Turns out he's a big fan of our show too. So, I mean, like if Julian likes our show. You guys should like our show. Did they finally get the internet down in New Zealand? Is oh, that yeah, what happened? Yeah. Okay. I mean, now they have they have they have trains that lead up to the mainland, <laughs> right? <laughs> Throw back to a past episode. <laughs> oh man. Well, hopefully he's working on his thirteenth album now. Is that what Ooh, it was? I think so. Yeah. Man. You know, okay. we should be list- we sh- we should be getting some in- innocence and inspiration news in the in the in the near future. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Well, now that like we have so much free time on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we finally have time to listen to some music. God, uh, finally! You know, last week, last week we reviewed two albums, but there are two. There are a few albums that we neglected to mention. Oh, uh, yes. One of them was Dream Car, an album that we talked about many, many times. Uh, well, we first brought it to the masses back in 2016, late 2016, when the when the announcement of the supergroup was made. That's yes. of course Davey Havoc of AFI teaming up with the yes. members of No Doubt, who aren't Gwen Stefani. You know, the ones the out rest. of work. So we got your Adrian Curry on drums. Mm. You got your Tony Canal on bass. Mm. And you got your Tom something on guitar. And the rest. And when you look at their band photo, it looks like a 
just a, a line of very, very manly men. <laughs> heterosexual as fuck. They are so hetero, dude. <laughs> oh my god, they're the gayest looking band I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> anyway, the music. Bunch of gay old guys. The music is equally as gay. Equally as gay? Can you say that? that I mean, it's so like 80s it's, synth pop. It's, but not but only it's, is it good, yes. it's exactly the the route that Davey Havoc needs to go in. Because he's been trying to bring this 80s synth pop into AFI since Crash ever Love. since Crash Love. Yeah. And, you know, there were times where it was like, okay, and then there were times that it just didn't work at all. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it felt like he channeled all of that into Dream Car, and it, I felt it worked out pretty well. This is definitely Crash Love's son? older, <laughs> no, gayer, gayer older brother. Gayer older brother. But he's really cool, though. But he's awesome. But he's awesome, yeah. He asks first before he touches your penis. That's true, because makes, all gay men are, are sexual predators who touch people. Yeah, especially <laughs> children. So this one will ask first before it touches your oh child. Oh, God. That's the worst <laughs> thing we've ever said. Anyway. All I know <laughs> is that it was a pretty decent album. Yeah. There's some I, pretty I like gay songs on it, though. Like, bring, you, bring up the track listing real okay. quick on my iTunes. Because there's a song where he talks about... I don't know the the one about all the girls on the charts. All the boys love the girls on the charts. Oh yeah, I remember that one. That song's pretty gay. <laughs> gay like in a musical way, or gay like gay like it's the not first a good song. Talks about how I pound butt. <laughs> yeah, all of the dead girls track five. All the dead girls love me, love me. That's a it's, good song, dude. I don't like that song. I like that song. That's not my thing. Yeah, but it's it, it's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> um, and dude. the. Kill for Candy? Is that track two? I think that was the song that they first unveiled. That uh, was the first single. Yeah. Pretty gay. But, but it not, works in the context of the record. I not, not a good, not, not, not in a good way. You don't think so? I like me some gay, but just that was, that was gay, but, but a little but not good. But in a good, bad way. But, not, in, but a in a bad way. In a non-consensual way. A non-consensual okay. way, yes. <laughs> There's plenty of good gay here. Yeah. There's plenty of, you know, you know, penis soaked in olive oil. Oh, for your for its entire life. Oh, guys, if you have never tried that, I mean, pickle your wiener for a while. This is, this is the best dick. Pickle, <laughs> pickle your wiener in the finest olive oil, mm-hmm. like not extra virgin, like just pure fucking olive oil. I put that in my mouth. Oh, dude, me too. Twenty seconds. <laughs> oh, oh God, what is that from? Too many Louis references. That's right, yeah. The new Louis. That's the, the stand-up special, right? It's like twenty seconds. You know how long twenty seconds is? Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, time. so Dream Card. Do you do you have? Did you have a score for it? I think I gave it a nine out of twelve. That's really good. I was very impressed with it. I was expecting to hate it, of course. Yeah. Um, and there's you know three songs on there that are just a little bit too, too flamboyantly in my face. Not just just not so great. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I felt it was just a perfect side project. It sounded like yeah. like what Crash Love would have been if it wasn't afi if it <laughs> you know it, it, like this could have been the sequel to crash love yes I completely like. but i'm glad it wasn't i'm glad we got burials instead uh but uh you're right it's the perfect side project because it doesn't it's not like extremist which is just which is no the purpose. wrong way to do it right a, pro- a, a side project but this is a good side project in a sense where um it it doesn't it doesn't um undermine you know the musicians yes i guess what do you call it like primary bands yes right and you know what to expect going into it right and it doesn't disappoint like it it, it exceeded expectations for me but my expectations were kind of low so this True. ended up Mind being you. kind of like a oh it's 
it's pleasant. It's fair. I don't think it's going to be like top 12 or top 10 album of, of the year material for me, but it'll, it'll be in my high honorable mentions. Yeah. I have no doubt. I, I think, I think I'm going to give us a shout out at the end of the year. So there you check go. out dream car. If you get a chance, and uh, what else did you check out, Adam? I checked me out some Art of Anarchy. Chris, Scott Stapp's own Art of Anarchy? So did you know that Art of Anarchy released an album in 2015? With a different singer? With Scott Weiland. Yeah, how's he doing? <laughs> He's no longer with us. Oh. Death by drugs. Yep. Now, those are the kind of drugs that kill you. Yes. That he took. Lots of drugs. I forgot what they were. But the, there were the a, lot of, a lot of painkillers. <laughs> anyway, um... Art of Anarchy, my first time listening to Scott Stepp since the 2009 Creed album, mm. Full Circle. Because mm. I, don't, I don't go for me some, uh, some, some solo Scott Stepp. There's just no purpose to that. Right. Nobody so should I, ever listen to I that. went into this with zero expectations, expecting to hate it. It was all right. Okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. There's, some, there's like two really good songs on there. I think the title track, The Madness. Okay. And then Somber are two really, really good songs. Like legit good. Legit good, where okay. I'm just like, yeah, I, I freaking like this. So, so on first impression, this is basically just radio butt rock. Does sure. It, is it more than that? Convince well, me to listen to this. It's got, how could I say? Because I feel like having Bumblefoot on guitar, it yeah. gives it like that kind of 80s metal sound. Okay. And there's no disturbed influence on it at all. Is this? Yeah, that's right. Is and I wouldn't say that it's anything. Let's see. When you say butt rock, you're talking Nickelback. I'm talking about Nickelback and Creed and P.O.D. and Godsmack. P.O.D. And... POD is more new metal. Yeah, but they're pretty butt rock, dude. New butt metal? New butt metal. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I, I mean, there's a couple of songs saliva. on there that. Ooh, Saliva. That's, that was pretty that's bad. That's the Rock. Yeah, but no, I mean, Scott Stepp still sounds like Scott Stepp, and I feel like the guitar work was great, and it wasn't too preachy. I mean, granted, this is our first time hearing of Scott Stepp ever since his mental breakdown in 2014, Long so, after. yeah, and so, like, a lot of the songs are about slipping into mental illness, Ooh. which I kind of enjoyed listening to. Cool. So at least he's, like, out there saying, like, hey, I got real problems, and I'm trying to get better at it, and, you know, try not to be like me. But there's other songs of like, I need you to complete me kind of things where you're just like, ooh, I'm not feeling this one so much. A little too hope core. But it was more, it's not like, well, I, I thought it was focused on just one particular person, but it might have been like directed at the entire fan base. You. <laughs> you. All seven of you. <laughs> right. The ones that are still left. <laughs> there's still a lot of them, I'm sure. Uh -huh. But no, like Somber and The Madness, I felt were pretty, really good songs. Okay. And the rest of it was all right. Give it a, give it a six out of ten. Six you know? out of ten. Okay. If you go into it with very few expectations, you won't be too disappointed. Okay. So, and then the one more, didn't you? The EP. The EP by the Google Dolls, who you may remember from such albums as Dizzy Up the Girl. My number what, 13 C album 13 of all time? album of all time. It would have been like my top three if you took all the Brian all Fallon off. Brian Fallon's <laughs> off, yeah. uh, you, you Should Be Happy was their new EP when that released like last month. Yeah, like Sometime May, I month. think. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they this this al this EP um, mixing-wise sounded a lot better than Boxes. Yeah, you Boxes can tell was produced bad. It was kind of overproduced. Even though some of, I mean, a lot of the songs were really good, I felt. Mm -hmm. You could just kind of sense like, 
They tried a little bit too hard with the with that reverb. Yeah. <laughs> so this they kind of scaled it back on these four tracks, okay. which helped a lot. And they threw, you know, Robbie, the bass player, original lead singer from back in the day. Yes. He's got one track on there, track three. Didn't care for that song. But the other three songs that Johnny does, mm. pretty good. And I was reading that that you know he he's kind of realized now that you got to keep on releasing albums, and you can't go four years without releasing albums, because he's like you know I, he's like, he literally said I'm pretty lazy and I can go two years without writing a song. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Can we all? So I decided that I should at least put out something mm. at this point, just one year after my last album, which right. I appreciated. It was good for what it was. Cool. So. Uh- Four out of four? Three out of four. Three out of four. Okay. And then I listened to me some California Deluxe Edition this week, which too. I, as well, which I listened to as well. This is basically an, a whole new album. Uh, basically all the B-sides from last year's California, which yep. you may remember as like my number 10 album of all of last year. Number 10? Yeah. Okay. Or nine or something like that. I don't remember. I Listen don't, to those episodes. The folder Fuck is you. right there. It's way over there, it's dude. It's way one hand way length away there. from you. It's I, it's I can't reach. It was like it, it was something in my teens or 20s. Adam, how disappointed were you for <laughs> California Deluxe well, Edition? there was like five songs on California that I didn't like. Okay. So there was five songs on the Deluxe Edition I did like. Oh, my. Out of ten. I can't remember a goddamn thing. I've listened, And I listened to this album like all of last week. I, like I can't remember six a goddamn thing from this album. I like six out of eight a lot. Mm. Or if it's six, eight, or six out of eight. They even went so far as to add another joke track at the end, Can't Get You More Pregnant, which is both unfunny and unmemorable. Just like the pool song. Fuck you, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I like Don't Mean Anything. They did something cool, at least, with track eight, which is six, eight, which is done in six, eight time. Of course. But the song's not very good. I like Bottom of the Ocean. Six out of eight was good. Six eight was a good song. It, I like the concept of six eight more than I like the song. That doesn't make any sense. It makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> Just because it's your podcast doesn't mean you can make up what it's sense. Our podcast. Yeah. So fifty percent of us says you can't make you up the sense. <laughs> but no, I gave it a five out of ten. Whatever. Eh, yeah, could, that's about what less. I kind of expected to. It's, it's it's all right. I mean, if you're a big fan of California, I like California. It's not one of my. I, it favorites. can't count as like a album for the year. It's gonna be my best album of the year. Album. I, but I don't even feel like it can take a spot on your worst albums if you if you it hated was it that an much. Album that came out in 2017. Right, but I'm just saying it was an album that was recorded for an album that came out in 2016. Therefore, it doesn't count. So when Brian Fallon has 700 songs that he's just sitting on. Yes, and they all get released in 2017 because arbitrarily, why would you just if it was pain songs, if it was Painkillers Deluxe Edition with 12 new tracks, then I'd be like, doesn't count. Oh no, yes, because you would count. You, that, you know those tracks? Those tracks actually would not be good. I bet you. Oh God, I, no! I, I've already given inaccurate. it. I've given it a four out of 12. <laughs> I already That's what know. It deserves for coming out late. <laughs> These are Molly and her zombies tracks. <laughs> there we go. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, that's our show for this week. We, uh, we we crammed a lot for coming unprepared today. I think so. Uh, but next week, shall we review some? Well, should we get back to a review? Might as well. Let's do some wolves. Wolves by Rise Against. Rise Against. Mm. So I've only listened to it. Twice. I have listened to it zero times. Ah. So I'll be listening to that very soon and then reviewing it all this week. And we will share our track by track thoughts with you guys this week. It's going to be tough because it's next week. 
gonna be very busy, so I'm gonna try to really you squeeze have in some one time. album to listen to. No, I mean I'm busy in my personal life. It's my girlfriend's birthday one on Saturday. Album to listen to. And our last night. And a half. And Art of Anarchy. <laughs> and well, Boxes yes. Deluxe Edition. Well, there you go. <laughs> I guess you don't have time to listen to Rise Against. <laughs> no, but, but I'm, I'm squeezing time to get together with you to do that episode. Oh, there you go. That's what I mean. Well, if we do um, a Friday, because that could work. But all I know about Rise Against so far after two listens is that like the first four tracks, I'm like, yay. Those are the four singles, too. There's four singles already? Four singles Holy already. shit. Yep. Well, I feel good when I listen to those four tracks, and then my brain leaves my body for the, the rest of the nine that are after that. So it's like the last two Rise Against albums? I'm hoping not, because right. like I've, I've, those two times I've listened to the album, I've been like, oh man, I feel like like maybe Rise Against could make a good, a really good album again with those four tracks, and then like then I kind of come back on track 13. I'm like, oh, the album... What happened to the rest of the album? <laughs> that was a fun EP. Oh. I don't remember anything for the last 35 minutes of listening. Neither does Rise Against. Well, anyway, that, that was our, <laughs> our episode this week. Be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash skinny with Mike Adam. Follow us on Twitter at the skinny pod. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes at the skinny official. Uh, go to drivebycurious.bandcamp.com. Go check out some cool music there. Go check out Adversity AF at aforementioned YouTube channel. Stop using big words. I can't. Get off the drugs. I can't. Adivan is so good. (laughs) It tastes amazing. Uh, And then uh, go check out our friends at themeltingpod.net particularly. Rick Wellbanks with uh, Shit Rick Says. Subscribe to him on iTunes at Shenanigans with Rick Wellbanks. If you want to hear the Dead Bedouins lampoon us and destroy our credibility, go check out their last episode. Listen to the first 10 minutes of their episode. Yeah, it's good stuff. And but, as we... Okay. Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, you know, after I, I took that verbal thrashing from Max Power they and They sure let you have it. Then I remembered, I remembered the, the disclaimer at the beginning of every episode of the Dead uh, Bedouins. Yes. Everything we say is not to be taken seriously. That's and it's right. for the sake of comedy. Luckily, Sandman reminds us in every episode. If you have. Just in case they ever. (laughs) 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 Right. That's cricket, I guess. Hideously malformed. Or have a penis. Stop (laughs) fucking listening. So I remember that disclaimer. That way, if they ever get sued for what they say. Yeah. Do you have a penis? It happens all the time. Where we get sued. Podcasts get sued for for libel all the time. Podcasts are like the most. Like. Sued. I know. Sued form of entertainment. Joe Rogan can't stay out of court because he's getting sued so much. That's why he's that's why he's so buff, because he keeps, you know, opening the doors to his law office. I know. This joke's going nowhere. I know. But anyway, that was fun. And as we say every week on the skinny with Mike and Adam. If your cat shits in a box, clean it out. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going somewhere with that, but that's perfect. (laughs) 